30 years ago today, Norwich City shocked European football, maybe even world football, by heading to Bayern Munich and beating them in their own backyard in the UEFA Cup second round first leg. It was a, a game that not many people outside of Norfolk gave Norwich City a lot of hope of winning. But goodness me, did they upset the odds and create history to the point where 30 years later, we are still talking about it. We still memorise that Jeremy Goss goal, even for those of us like me who wasn't even born when it happened. That Jeremy Goss goal still feels so iconic and uh, incredible. And uh, that is why, to commemorate the 30th anniversary of that game, I've spent the last few days catching up with with a few of the players who were involved. uh, Brian Gunn, Rob Newman, Ian Crook... um, Mark Bowen and Chris Sutton have all uh, taken a little bit of time out of their very, very busy lives in football, out of football, uh, to reminisce on that night in all of its glory. You will hear some of the conversations that I had with those guys coming up shortly, but um, just an incredible day. And if you're listening to this podcast or you're in Munich or you're watching Munich or the game against Munich um, in Norwich and in Norfolk, we want you to get in touch with us on our social media channels and uh, let us know your memories of the day as well. But 30 years on from that famous day at the Olympic Stadium, here are the thoughts of those who were at the centre of that famous 2-1 victory. I guess, yeah, yeah. I guess the first question really for you is, can you believe it was, it was 30 years ago? <laughs> no, I certainly can't, mate. I certainly can't. The time flies, like, you know, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, I think you know, the, the game sort of uh, moved on a little, not a lot, but a little bit since then. But it's, uh, you know, they, they were great days. Oh, the great days. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm forever, you know, waxing those older people and, and obviously my kids and, and their friends and people, you know, not not of that era. And I always, one, one of the things I always say to people is that, that you know, we, we, we uh, our side was so revered. I can remember, and I mean this in a nice way, I'm truly mm-hmm. in a nice way, that, you know, we'd be playing the likes of Liverpool at Carroll Road and if it was nil-nil half-time, we'd get booed off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Once or twice we get booed off about half time, you know, nearly because the expectancy then on the team was, well, we're home, we'll, we'll beat Liverpool or we'll beat Man U or whoever comes, you know what I mean? Mm. And, uh, and how times, you know, which they would, we know that, but uh, how times have changed. Yeah, absolutely, and um, it's quite quite remarkable to, to to think about that, really, considering where the club is now and and whatnot. Um, I mean, you you yeah. actually you actually scored at Bayern. I think it gets forgotten a little bit because of what what Gossie did, but I'm sure it's yeah. uh, I'm sure it's lived long in in your yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, my, my take on it is that my my, my goal was better than Gossie's. Like, he <laughs> just swung a leg at it, like you know. <laughs> Yours was more calculated, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I tell people anyway. But I mean, I mean, for for you as a personal highlight, scoring against Bayern Munich that game, that must be, I mean, among one of your best achievements in in the game, certainly as a player. Yeah, yeah, of course, because you know, apart from the fact, you know, we when the draw was made, you know, we were quickly made aware that no no British side had ever gone to the Olympic Stadium and, and, and beaten them. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing I can remember. You know, you know, the likes of I think it was some pundit, maybe like a Alan McInally or something, saying that. You know, we get beaten. We, we could get beaten, get beaten ten nil by them. You know, mm. and um, and then somebody else had said to me in, in later years, but oh well, you know, when you played Bayern, you know the the side that you played, you know they weren't, you know they were in the UEFA Cup, not not if you like the, the European Cup, and they weren't a great side. And you know, I quickly reminded them that number one, that that, that team went on to win the Bundesliga that year, 
Mm-hmm. And secondly, as it turns out, you know, in, in, in current times, it would have been, it probably, well, it would have been a Champions League match, not a UEFA Cup match, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, the fact that, I mean, we spoke about kind of the club and the time and being booed off against Liverpool, but the fact it's still being talking about and um, people want to talk about it 30 years on, that goes to show just how big of an achievement it was. I mean, did you did you get that sense at the time? I guess probably not, given what you said there about the expectation and, and where yeah, the club no, was at. I, yeah, I think you're right, mate. I mean, we, you know, we were, a, we were a group of lads who we got on famously together. We had a way of playing. Um, you know, the, the the dressing room was fantastic. We were full of confidence. And they would call it, I don't know, maybe a bit of naivety, but we literally, wherever we played, wherever we played, we, we could get a result against them. Again, people, you know, forget that the year before we... we you know, when we finished third in the league, I think it was, and you, you probably know better than me, it was my memory, but I think in sort of January time, we were about seven, eight, nine points clear mm-hmm. at the top of the league anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the game itself, you know, we went into the game, I think, at the time, going into the, the time, we were second in the league behind Man United and ahead of Arsenal. Mm. So, you know, we, we, we were genuinely, you know, probably the, the you know, second, third best team in in England at the time. So, and, and we felt that we were full of confidence and, you know, the way we trained every day, it was all, you know, it was all, you know, people talk about now building up from the back and all the different way the game has changed, you know, and uh, I dare say and the likes of the Pep Guardiola and everything. But, you know, back in the day, I, I, I myself, trained up the Welsh, uh, Welsh games and Jeremy Goss as well. And the other Welsh international players, were, you know, all they keep saying was, oh, you guys, you know, not the Norwich triangles, Norwich triangles, you know? Because mm-hmm. everybody recognised that we kept it on the floor a lot of the time and played through people. And we had the likes of, again, so many, what I believe, so many and uh, and uh, valued, let's say, or, or, or and, you know, people like the likes of Ian Crook and, and yeah. I mean, Chris Sutton Fox, you know, they got moves away to bigger clubs, but... You know, at the time, Ian Cook was one of the best midfield players in the country, no doubt. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, we we did, you know, yes, from the outside, people said what they said, but I know, you know, ourselves and then certainly Mike Walker as well. He, he was, you know, very, very confident going into the side that we could get something out of it. What are your what are your memories of 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 that night? So, sort of starting with the journey and, and finishing on, on the full time whistle. What what kind of stands out as you as you look back on it? Um. I, I, well, I, you know, I remember being very like excited going into the game. It was, yeah, from what I just said, it was. It was still our. We felt as if it was our cup final, you know. Mm-hmm. We were going there, Olympic Stadium. It was a almost like a. It seemed like a misty or foggy night out there, and you know the way the, the, the fans were. Our fans obviously had been Olympic Stadium. They were back away from the pitch. But um, I think that possibly helped. There wasn't a, my regulators, right? It wasn't a fantastically huge crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, from Bayern's part, you know, it wasn't a huge partisan crowd there, maybe, I you know, 30,000 ish, something like that. But um, we started, you know, the build up had been good because, you know, we'd be playing well in the league and we were in a good position. We were full of confidence. And then going into the game, I think make um, it you know tweak tweak the, the system we were playing, and was I think trying to go with Ian over us maybe as a set, as a sweeper sort of thing. We felt again no fear going into the game, and that's the way it's planned out. I think we obviously we started very well, you know getting getting the goal very early, Jeremy's goal very early in the game, like 10, 15 minutes. I remember we lost, and certainly sometime in the first half we lost uh, Mark Robbins. 
So that that sort of knocked us a bit in terms of like you know a recognised goal scorer going off. But we need Darrell such on. You know we knew Darrell had had certainly had legs and, and 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 athleticism. So you know it wasn't a bad swap in that in that respect. And then I think that just the way it turned out, that I think that probably the thing that sticks in my mind was the fear really of going on going on start the second half where I think they'd nicked one back just before half time. Mm. And at 2-0 up, you're thinking, you're know, going into you know, half time, you, you, you would have been thinking, well, OK, you know, we, we can win this. But, you know, them getting the goal, I know we went in at half time, a few choice words just said, you know, is we were that, again, that sort of group, you know, we were all sort of thinking, you know, come on, we can't let this slip. But you did go out the second half thinking, right, here we go, this is going to be an onslaught, so we've got to do our jobs and can, can not will we, not sorry, we will, but can we get through the tie? Mm-hmm. So um, that, that was the feeling. And again, I remember um, Gunny, Gunny doing ever so well, you know, and, and it was a real second half scene to me anyway, like a, a real sort of, uh, you know, he's in the trenches here, guys, yeah. and you've got to defend your lives. And we, we got through the tie. But the, the funny thing was, just on the back of that, that point, it was, you know, you came out of it and probably then on the night, again, you know, the, we didn't have him in those days, but these days people talk about, Stats and expected goals and whatever, yeah. and I dare say, if you, I dare say, if you'd have probably looked at the stats afterwards, they they probably would have expected to get some other game, get a draw game or something like that. But you know, we came out of it with the win, and then genuinely thought, well, you know, it's going to be difficult, but really fancied ourselves back at Carrow Road because we, you know, we, we felt we were so strong there. You know, the, with the home crowd behind us as well. So yeah, there was, a, a, you know. A real um, feeling, certainly going into the tie, and then after the tie, that uh, we were good enough to come through this this leg and and, and beat the, the the great Bayern Munich. Was there a point afterwards where it sunk in? Because I know as a player, it's pretty relentless. So after that game, you will have had a game. Is it something that kind of took a while to sink in and realise what you'd done? I mean, what was the point where it's like, oh blimey, we we beat Bayern Munich, we did it. You know, was it after the yeah, second I, leg? Yeah, I think it was. It was certainly it was one of those things where. The good thing about Mike Walker at the time was Mike was so so laid back. You know, he never obviously inside he did, but he never seemed to rant and rave or get too excited. And uh, again, I can remember the game finishing, and as you know, such was the case in in, in those days. You know, if you were playing at home, you think just every game the players would go into the players' lounge. You'd have a few beers. You'd go out with your family. You'd probably have a few more beers. You know, but <laughs> we went back to our hotel after. And it just, it suddenly started dawning on you. There were family and friends there who travelled out there. I remember going into the hotel bar and literally, you know, these days you probably think, well, hold on, guys, you're not through the tie yet. You mm. might have beaten Bayern Munich. We still got, you know, the only halfway there. But it was almost like a party atmosphere. We were in the bar till, till the, the, almost the, well, it was the early hours and we were having a few beers and, you know, a bit of a sing song and, and which, and, I, and, you know, it could have been misconstrued when people thought, well, look at these, like, they think they're through the tie, but it, it was just, we did. We were confident. That, you know, we realised something special had been done. And then I can, I can certainly remember then flying home the next day. I think we chartered a plane and, and landing at the, at the airport there in Norwich. And you know, obviously fans were there and the press were there, and not just obviously like yourself, the local press, but the national press were there and the news. And you're thinking, wow, you know, this is something. You know, for Norwich City to do what we've done. Yeah, it is a bit special. It is a bit special. But, but I keep re-emphasising, Connie, you know, little things like that dawned on you, but at the same time, 
I hate to sound conceited in any way, but we, we knew we knew we were, we were yeah. a good side. We were a good side. Yeah, it's, it's it's interesting. I speak to I speak to Chris Sutton quite a lot, and and he always says that about that group as well. It was just like, yeah, yeah, we kind of knew we knew how good we were, and we knew we knew kind of what the, the players we had in the dressing room. You, you mentioned Ian Crook, um, you know, yeah. and I think it's it's a long held debate amongst Norwich fans how he never got an England cap, you know. So yeah, amazing, um, amazing. Well, I grew I grew up with Crook, you know, when I first went to Tottenham as a fifteen mm-hmm. year old, and, and you know we were only sort of a year apart. And uh, you know Ian Calaveros as well, and, and obviously John Polston coming. You know mm. there, there was almost like a conveyor belt of players came from Tottenham into Norwich. But Journey Crookie was, um, you know, I think I repaid him though, mate, because uh, <laughs> I went to Japan late on in my career. I went to Japan, mm-hmm. and um, I tell you a little story that that, that, that I, I played a game in Japan, and we played I think a team called Hiroshima. And uh, you can, back in the day, that they did pay good money to go to Japan. By the way, <laughs> I so, bet, yeah. And uh, after the game, there was a, their coach was an Australian guy. And yeah. I was just speaking to him after the game. He was asking about how his life, how you got getting on with life in Japan. And he just happened to mention to him, he said, listen, mate, you don't know anybody back there. He said, I'm looking for a midfield player who can come out here and, and be, you know. And I personally said to him, well, go and get Ian Crook. Mm. I said, I think he's coming to, the, you, know, his, you know, the end of his, his Norwich contract. I said, you know, I don't know if he'd come. I can speak to him for you, but go and that's basically changed, if you like, it changed Crookie's life. Cause yeah, he, he's still he there, is, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he, well, he's still in Australia now. We went to Japan, had a great time there, and moved from Japan over to Australia from mm-hmm. there. So, um, yeah, I'd like to think I sort of, you know, paid him back for the ball. Well, for all, not just that one, not all the goals he created for me in my career <laughs> and the friendship we had. Yeah, yeah. Def- definitely. Um, just, just finally then, I mean, your your kind of memories of your, your time at Norwich, you're obviously there a long time, you're still very popular, I think you, you're still someone that everyone talks about in, in debates around best uh, best fullbacks and, and, and whatnot. Well, I mean, you must have a real nice. connection with the yeah, club yeah, even yeah. now. We, we, you know, my three, oh, they're grown up now, the three kids were born there, lived there for nine years. It was, you know, certainly the best part the most enjoyable part of my career, certainly, and, and you know, probably the most success there. So, and just the friends that you make there, and and it was it was just great times, great times to play football there. The city itself, everything about the place, you know. But um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I can't say can't say enough about the place, and it's still even now it's still the you know on a Saturday, <laughs> so all the trials and tribulations of, of Reading, it, it's mm-hmm. still the first result I look for on the Saturday. Um. Yeah, thirty years. I guess the first question is: Can can you believe? Can you believe it's been 30, 30 years? I can imagine it. It probably doesn't feel like that for you. It, it, it doesn't feel like that. But I'm going through the same thing with Aberdeen at the moment because um, we're on a fortieth anniversary um, of uh, beating Real Madrid in mm-hmm. the um, in the Cup Winners' Cup. So you know that was on the eleventh of May. So we did a a fortieth reunion in May, and then come November. Uh, we're doing another dinner, which um, coincides with um, one of our players is um, well passed away player Neil Cooper, yeah. his birthday, yeah. and it was also the same day around that time that we beat Hamburg in the Super Cup. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so it's, it seems that um, these um, these anniversaries have been synced over the years, and um, I've probably not really noticed it until now. So, you know. It's uh, it's amazing that um, you know I was fortunate enough to, to to play for Aberdeen and Norwich City, who both had you know exciting times in Europe. Yeah, I'm, I'm, obviously, I would never ask you to compare them, but I mean, certainly from a Norwich perspective, it's something that's never been repeated. It's never, which I guess is why it's still spoken about today, right? So that must be really special for you to kind of be be a part of of history in that sense. 
Well, yeah, and, and the same with both clubs. You know, there's mm. parallels with them both being, you know, sort of, um, what, what would you say, sort of stuck out in a limb. Um, Aberdeen up in the far north of Scotland and, um, you know, had to overcome, you know, the sort of the Glasgow team's yeah. um, sort of monopoly. And then Norwich City, you know, we were... Uh, what what were they, what what would we call probably country bumpkins maybe? Um, <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably one of the kind of ones. Somebody, I think somebody called us that, didn't they? And, yes, and, yeah. And it backfired. I think it might have been like Franz Beckenbauer or you know one of the one of the directors or something. I remember somebody saying something mm-hmm. um, which sort of seemed to fire it up um, even more in the press. You know, it was like as, as if to say. You know who are Norwich City, and you know why should they compete on the same pitch as Bayern Munich? And I think, you know, certainly over the two games, we proved that um, you know we were worthy of our um, victory and and draw, and obviously going through to the next round. So yeah, no, amazing um, memories, and just shows you what um, a good team um, and a set of supporters. Uh, and a club sort of all pulling in the right direction, um, you know, can achieve. Yeah, I, I just spoke, as I said, I just spoke to, to Mark and he, and he kind of made the point, uh, when I speak to Chris Sutton, he, he makes the same point that, you know, as a group of players, it, it was just kind of like, yeah, we're, we're good, we know we're good, we know we've got good players in the dressing room, which, you know, <coughs> looking back on it now, certainly for someone like me, and it's it's like, wow, the third in the <coughs> Premier League and, and beaten by Munich, it seems like a completely different world, obviously, where the club is now. But for you guys, it was it, it kind of became the norm for a little period of time, didn't it? Yeah, well, I think that was a combination of, um, you know, the good scouting system that Norwich had in place um, back then. Um, you know, I know that um, Duncan Forbes no longer with us, but, mm. you know, for, for a majority of that time, you know, was was, was chief scout. And, um, <clears throat> you know, the contacts that all the managers had over the years, um, you know, sort of got squad together. So if you look back from when we all signed, sort of, you know, myself and, and Taffy and Ian Culver, and Crook back in the like, 86. And then this was a sort of a, a culmination, a fruition of us all sort of, you know, reaching the, 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 the peak of our career at the same time. And then, you know, in the middle of that, you know, managers sort of, benefit from the previous managers' purchases. So if you, if you if you think that Dave Stringer, you know, benefited from Ken Brown signings mm-hmm. and Mike Walker benefited from Dave Stringer signings yeah. and, you know, the, the, t- the team developed as a whole. Um, and, you know, I, I do mention Duncan in that because, you know, he was the chief scout at that time and you know, would have been doing most of the miles and, you know, around the country and recommending the players back into, you know, the managers. And, you know, that, that sort of, you know, we all came together and then <clears throat> I suppose with the academy, um, which was always from from my time and there's always good young players coming through the ranks. You mentioned one there, Chris Sutton. And then, you know, even on the night against Bayern Munich, I think we had Adi Akinbay and Darren Eady, yeah. you know, making debuts in, uh, you know, in, in European football, which, you know, is probably unheard of in, uh, in this day and age. Yeah, 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 you're absolutely you're absolutely right. It's it's rem- it's a remarkable kind of makeup of of team that 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 it was um, in in terms of that kind of profiles and different points of of careers and whatnot. So so that so that was good. Um, it's it's interesting because you know this this game gets remembered for for that Jeremy Goss goal, doesn't it? Quite often when we talk about it, and uh, again, just spoke to Mark Bowen about his goal, which he he thinks was better. I guess you want to talk about <laughs> you, you want to talk about the save, don't you? From from that game. 
Well, I mean, Valencia, I probably have it down as my, my best ever save, but I, I, I tend to like the fact that, um, you know, I, I, I riled up Lotto Mateus and got him booked. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, you know it, it, that sort of it was part of, like, the game plan is was like you know slow the game down and don't let Bayern Munich on the ball and you know upset them as much as you can and you know you know man for man they were probably on paper you know um, you know the, 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 the better side but you know as a team um, you know we certainly you know rolled our sleeves up and, and got stuck in together and I think you know that just the fact that we were able to um, you know come away with. The result over the two legs against Munich was fantastic. I also have to point out, Conor, that I was man of the match against Bayern Munich in the home leg. Quite rightly, because I've got I've got the champagne. I've got Raymond Aumann's, um top, and there's also pictures of me and Jerry Goss um, showing off our uh, torsos and celebration um, after the game as well. So you know that, that those those are the things that you sort of remember and you look back at and you think that um you know that, that those those little memories when somebody posts a picture um you know Gossie's goal you know what a great goal I, I i the bbc cameras you know pan to me in celebration and i'm running towards the norris city fans mm. uh, way behind the goals and you know it's just all those little little flashbacks i suppose it's uh, it's more so now it's um you know that that are, that are stuck in there and that nobody can take them away from you yeah, and, and I guess that, that unique sense, because all of the other players, I guess, were running towards Gossi. You got the unique opportunity to run towards the, the Norwich City fans, which must have been nice after that goal. Well, after oh, yeah, both goals. I think, I think, I think it, was, um, it, was, it was a sort of more of a state of, wow, what have we done here? Like, yeah, you know, this, yeah. is, this, is, this was unexpected. We, you know, we probably expected to you know, be up against it, back to the walls, which we were, you know, to a certain degree as well. You know, was, there was plenty of shots getting rained in and goal. There was crosses coming in. Um, obviously, we went two 0 up, and they scored just before half time um, with the with the header. And then, you know, we 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 we, we did hang in there. And there's no doubt about that for our victory. But it was a combination of great tactics, defensive play, hard work, and you know, a little bit of luck every now and then. You know. 99 times out of 100, Adolfo Valencia's header goes in the back of the net. Yeah. But, you know, on this occasion, I managed to just spread myself. I suppose that's the best way. And, um, you know, use, use my crown jewels to uh, <laughs> to save the ball. And, you know, then it, it fell to one of their players. And I think I remember at the time it was myself and Ian Culverhouse. And, and, and just, was, everyone was throwing themselves at the, at the ball, you know, in, in, in an effort to... Um, you know, put the player off, which we did, and the ball ended up over the crossbar. And you know, we had a we had a little chance to celebrate the um, the fact that we hadn't let a goal in. So um, you know, that 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 was the um, that was the great thing about it was, uh, I suppose, the effort that the team put in, the you know, the manager and the coaching staff, and you know, everyone, everyone, the unit. We um, you know, we, we we loved the occasion. We loved the occasion the night before because we we trained on the pitch in the Olympic Stadium, and we didn't want to come off it. There were, I think, there were. They were turning the floodlights off to try and get us off at one stage. The pitch was fantastic and we were having a great five-a-side at the end of training and, and nobody wanted to come off the pitch. So, you know, it was just a, it was just a great occasion for us all because there was only a couple of us in that team that had any sort of European experience as such. You know, I, I was lucky enough to go away with Aberdeen I think the Tottenham lads, there was a, obviously their um, experiences with, with Spurs um, in, in some of their um, earlier cup runs that they had. 
and and then you know there's only a couple of internationals in the, in the side, so not not many of us had experienced the you know the big matches on foreign soil. So you know for for everyone to experience that together and then you know come away with a positive result was was fantastic. I asked Mark Bowen this question as well, and he kind of said it was it was the moment that maybe they touched down at Norwich Airport and kind of saw all the fans and and the press kind of waiting. But was was there a moment where it kind of sunk in for you what you'd done? Because we know for certainly footballers everything's so relentless you've always got the next game to look forward to and and for you guys it was it was the fact you had another another game in in that kind of tie to look forward to as well but was there a moment where it sunk in for for you where the gravity of kind of what you what you'd done and the fact you'd beaten Bayern Munich away from my own first English team to to do it obviously in that state only English team to do it in that stadium was there a point where it it kind of hit you I don't think there was really. I think it, I mean, the, the, obviously the the follow up with the press and everything like that, and the build up to the next game was uh, was probably what what you saw. I mean, I, I remember I was I was sponsored by a, a German glove and boot company at the time as well. So I I had a, I'd a, I'd a, a meeting with the the top man from uh, Sport. So they, they they came along to the hotel and. You know, furnished me with a with a big bag of you know the up to date gloves and uh, tracksuits that um, you know, that were um, that that were made in Germany, I suppose. And then, you know, so I I I I that sort of um, you know there, and I, I don't think they were expecting to come along to the game and see the mighty Bayern Munich get beat. And mm. I suppose it was just the um, sitting in the bar afterwards. I think you know, just looking at each other. With a bottle of beer and 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 thinking, wow, that was uh, that was some night. And um, you know, I, I I suppose we probably went to to bed watching snippets on television as well because you know the the, the, the fact that it's it's Bar Munich, they're they're always on the TV over there. So I think we probably went to sleep that night, um, you know, with the with the televisions on, watching ourselves either make a save or score a goal or you know defend valiantly as a team. So um, no, there was no sort of one moment that um, comes to me, but I think just the um, you know <laughs> the fact that we're still speaking about it thirty years on, it's yeah, um, yeah. it's amazing. It's a mo- yeah, yeah, you're, you're you're right. The fact it's it's kind of lived on for thirty years as all. And and what's yeah. in, what's interesting for me is obviously I think you, you guys had all of that euphoria and attention, and then you still had another game to to go and see off the tie. So, I mean, that speaks a lot about kind of your mentality as a team. The fact you were you were probably able to to take it back to Carrow Road amongst all of that attention and 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 whatnot. And like you said, some of those guys hadn't played in Europe before. The fact you were able to go to Carrow Road and see the tie out is is something that probably isn't spoken about much really well I think what's not spoken about was the fact that we said let's keep it tight for the first 10-15 minutes and that you know quieting quieting them down quieting the the Bayern Munich team down and we we lost a goal after four minutes (laughs) so you know that that, that wasn't in the uh, overall master plan but um, I think if if, for for me and and you asked for a specific moment for me it was probably after that goal because the place was in silence Carroll Road was in silence and all of a sudden there was an almighty cheer and the, 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 all of the Norwich City fans together sort of like got be- beside us and, you know, lifted us up. And, um, you know, from there, you know, we carried on our battling spirit. And that's that that moment then was, I think, the, 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 the sort of the, the thing I can remember, the fulcrum in us, like going on then to battle harder, 
Gossie's goal, um, you know, saves in the game and again more defensive duties and you know near misses and and luck like which um, you need to um, you know to win to win football matches and you know that all came together that night and um, you know I'd say we we did enjoy the celebrations afterwards. Yeah, I, I bet you did. I bet you did. Um, I, I mean, for you, you obviously obviously had the the Aberdeen stuff and 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 whatnot, but. Where, did, where does it rank in, in, in your career, beating Bayern Munich with that team? Um, I, I know, I think I've heard Rob Newman say on a few occasions that his regret is that you didn't actually go on and, 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 and win the whole thing. But um, you must still take enormous well, pride from... from yeah, from we, the, didn't, we didn't do that because the team that knocked us out did. Into Milan yeah, went on exactly. and, uh, yeah. and won it. So, you know, we, 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 got, we got knocked out by the team that went on to win it. So who if knows you're going to get knocked out, that's the way to do it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. But, um, you know, I think it's... Um, it, it, it's still talked about, you know. I, I'm 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 lucky enough to still be involved in football, and you know I go and play in um, charity golf days in different parts of the UK, and you know people still remember Brian Gunn from Norwich City because of that game against Bayern Munich in 1993, four, whatever, whenever 93. So that 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 is still in, you know, the the the. the the people's minds when I do things um, you know we, we have sporting dinners and different things and that's what you'll always get introduced like as a part of the part of the UEFA Cup team in 1993 you know we didn't win it but we beat Bayern Munich one of the biggest teams in Europe and you know most people in uh, in Britain that night were supporting us which was um, you know which is evident when you when you do, people do sort of oh yeah you played for Norris City and you beat Bayern Munich so that's that's probably the biggest testament that we can uh, we can take from it that we were part of that team that beat Bayern Munich yeah I, I often think particularly with Gossi like do, does he get sick of talking about that I don't think he does by the way but um, I mean that must be must be sort of similar for you does there come a point where you think oh blimey I played so many games for Norwich and it's just this one that gets spoken about or are you quite happy with the one that's spoken about well, I, I do it the other way, Connor. The only one that I I claim that gets talked about is the one that gets Ipswich. So <laughs> that's I, I true. Always say that's that true. I, I always say that I played four hundred and seventy-seven games for Norwich. I must have played four hundred and seventy-six good ones because <laughs> the only one that, that ever gets talked about is the one that gets Ipswich. But no, I, I, I'll, I might change it around. There's two that get talked about. You're right. So. Um, no, no, it's 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 great, and you know, I'm, I'm again with Angus at the club. I'm, I'm mm. enough to go behind the scenes, and um, you know, I see Gossie on on a regular occasion because he's there on a match day. You know, I bump into Rob Newman on my travels, and, and we play in golf days together. And you know, it's great when 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 the lads sort of come back, and um, you know, when we when we played against Inter, um, you know, back in 2018 for the 25th anniversary. You know, which we got as many of the lads back together. You know, Spencer mm. Pryor came back from Australia. Um, you know, we got as many of the lads together. Um, you know, we're all over the country, but you know, there's still a, a strong bond between that team. Um, you know, I, I'm in text contact with Chris Sutton. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm you know, Mark Bowen is a, is, is is working in football, so yeah. you know, we're we're all sort of in contact in some shape or form. So, you know, it's good, and I'm sure that um, you know this. Um, what date was it? Is it this week coming? Thursday. This week? Yeah, yeah, nineteenth, I think. Yeah. 19th so again you know all of the squad all of the lads will just um, you know remember um, you know Darren Eady obviously I see Darren Eady quite a lot when I'm coming back to Norwich as well so you know the faces are there um, the lads involved in the game you know they're there and you know hopefully they'll all have a great day on Thursday when you know we remember 30 years ago 
Yeah, and it creates a bond, doesn't it, between between all of you, I guess, which which must be quite nice. Yeah, yeah, you know, just to be part of that team, and you know, you know, I've been involved with Norwich City Football Club. You know, I've been probably longest out of the, uh, most of the lads in the mm. squad but um, you know to, 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 to be recognised by the club by the, the supporters and then you know probably yourself and the press you know people writing about the situation and with social media now it makes it even bigger because yeah. it's not just the local papers that will be um, you know showing this that will go into a national sort of opportunity platform and you know get tweeted around the world you know our supporters in america in you know australia scandinavia you know they'll all be part of um you know that that memory of 30 years ago can you believe it's 30 years ago no. <laughs> no 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 still seems like uh yesterday really to be fair and uh yeah i mean it was uh it, it was a great period um like personally but Obviously, for the for the for the club and the city as well. To be fair, so uh, like I say, thirty years it goes pretty quick. So uh, like I say, always always nice to uh, to remember it. Yeah, I, I can imagine. What what are your what are your memories? What are the ones that when you think to that, you you kind of think of instantly? Is there anything that really sort of stands out? No, in, in I, I still think it's the magnitude of it. I still mm. think it's the magnitude of it that you know, I mean, we us Norwich City, you know, I mean, could go to. Uh, to Bayern Munich, or even be in a, even be in a European competition to start with, but to actually win that first leg and get drawn against like the the giants of Bayern Munich was was unbelievable. And so, like I think it's still, yeah, I mean, beggars belief like that we can sort of like go over there and not only compete but actually win in Germany and then actually ultimately win win the tie. So, like I say, I think it's still the magnitude of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't realise. Yeah, you know I mean, what a feat that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, at the time we were just all blowing away. We were just all blowing away. Wait a minute, let's turn this off. Um, sorry. Yes, uh-huh. um, yeah. So we saw like we were all blowing away, and, and, and like I say, no one, no one expected us to do anything over there and whatever like that. Mm. We actually got over there and like saying compete and win. And compete in the way we did was was fantastic against like world world cup winners and their team and whatever. So for me, that that's still massive. It's the magnitude of the occasion. Well, what can you remember? What your feelings were before the game? Was it excitement? Was it nerves? I mean, was it a combination of the a combination? <laughs> it was. Of it, was <laughs> it was for me probably not nothing because oh, like not so long ago, uh, before that, I was like bottom of the fourth division. Mm. You know I mean, I was I, I was with Bristol City for ten years, and so like we had actually been bottom of the fourth division as it was then. You know what I mean? So mm. for me, in the space of sort of like three four years, I'd not any. Been at the bottom of fourth division. I'd I'd rose through the ranks. First uh, the the fourth division, third division, second division. Signed for Norwich. Played in the first division. Played in the first year of the Premier League, and then ultimately sort of like go in um, play in uh, in a European uh, Cup competition. So for me, it was it was yeah every emotion. It was like certainly nerves. You know what I mean? Because when you when you when you're walking out of the tunnel and you're looking across you across the uh, the, the, the tunnel you're playing against World Cup winners and, and top international players so to actually be on the same field as them was, was was fantastic but to play in an arena that was sort of like similar like to the old Wembley really that like many many famous names not just footballers but 
but obviously Olympi- Olympians have been there as well and and uh, even going back as far as Hitler and all that, you know what I mean? Like, had so much history uh, and, and to be playing in that environment was was fantastic as well. So, listen, there was nerves, there was excitement, there was disbelief, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. They're thinking, well, let's, let's, let's go and enjoy this. No one's expecting any of, anything of us. Let's go and give it a go. Obviously, when, when people think of that game now, I think they 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 remember Gossi's goal amongst a, a load of other things. But but you, you kind of think of that game, you instantly think of Gossi's goal. Um, what was? Can you remember where you were on the pitch? What you thought of the, Mate, the time? To be fair, obviously you've not seen the video. Obviously you're not seen. It's my pass into the box. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's my it's my pass into the box. I managed to like get a first time pass into the box and went over one of their players and, and uh, loads of Matthias couldn't get. A, good head on the ball and he's just looped it out to the edge of the box for Gossi to come and volley it so uh, I would like to claim an assist for it or even though Gossi quite, yeah. quietly quite, quite rightly is getting all the uh, the plaudits for the goal but I'll take a little assist for that one well I hope I, I, hope, I don't know if there was an assist bonus or anything like that but I hope you, I hope you no there wasn't no 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 there wasn't a bonus <laughs> but I'll just happily take the assist yeah absolutely um, but I, I mean I know he scored great goals and 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 and, and whatnot, but were, were you surprised that that he, he kind of yeah, scored? Yeah, you know I mean anyone in anyone in that team. It was just an instinctive one. You you, yeah. you come onto it, and it's one of them ones that if you hit it nine times out of ten, it doesn't go where you want it to be. So so to actually do that in a game of that of that size. Uh, was was a fantastic achievement, like you say, quite rightly. So he got the plaudits then, and he's still getting the plaudits then, uh, still getting the plaudits now. Although I think if if, if Gossi's going to be honest, you know, I mean, he probably gets a bit bored of it. But there's <laughs> no way I would get bored of something like that. You know, I mean, that's probably the difference between us. But listen, he he had it in his locker. He was a, he was always known for being a hard working player. But you know, I mean, he was sort of like sometimes he was not given the credit he was uh, for his quality and uh, technical ability. And, and is that, do you feel that's the case for the whole team? Because I speak to yeah. to, to certain like Mark Bowen said it earlier, and it's it's like it probably wasn't a surprise to you guys maybe that you were capable of going and beating Bayern Munich, but it was considered a shock to a lot of other people as it was, you know, when you were when you were challenging for the Premier League. So uh, if, if you kind of think, get what I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know what you're saying. I think we had, a, I think we had a good team. We had a mm. good team rather than good individuals. Mm. We had good individuals, but we didn't have excellent individuals. Mm-hmm. They had a really, really good team. We had a really, really good team that could, you know, what I mean, we could, you know, I mean, like I say, come up against the best, like we showed in the in the Premier League the, the season before. We knew that we could could compete. I think that was it. Was the belief and the belief that we had in each other. Rather than and than each individual, I think that that that's what made us uh, a strong team in that in that year. Was there was there a moment for you again? Mark Mark said earlier it was actually landing back at Norwich Airport and seeing just fans and press and uh, that maybe made it sort of sink in for him the, what the achievement was that you guys had done. Was there a clear moment for you where it's like, oh goodness me, you know, we've just done it. <laughs> it was in the bar about half four in the morning. <laughs> was it? No, that, that would never happen now. No. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's one of them ones. If you can't, if you can't milk beating Bar Munich, you know, I mean, we sort of more or less forgot that we had the second leg. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so that was when, uh, you know, what I mean, we had a, we had a great camaraderie. You know, what I mean, we went back to the hotel, we celebrated there, probably never sunk in, and then, like I say, around about three three thirty in the morning, when we had a few more uh, <laughs> a few more beers, you know. What I mean? 
know what? We've just beaten Bayern Munich there. You know what I mean? So, uh, like I say, it was, it was an incredible achievement. And, and like Mark said, like, you know I mean, getting back and seeing the, uh, the, the Ferrari of, of all the press and whatever, like, because they didn't realize it neither. You know I mean, they probably had to do something for the last minute. Um, after the game saying, well, we've got to be, we better get to Norwich Airport because we've got a team coming in there that's just beaten Bayern Munich for the first time in a European competition. So, uh, like I say, the whole, the whole thing after the game took a while to sink in. Mm-hmm. But like I say, it probably started about on the on the third or fourth uh, beer that we had in the hotel. Uh, and that, wouldn't, get, um, that wouldn't happen now, by the way. No, no, it definitely wouldn't. I mean, you, you kind of touched upon it earlier, but I, so many different profiles and backgrounds in that team. You had players like, obviously, Gunny, who'd uh, had European success with Aberdeen. You had young lads yeah. like Chris Sutton and, and Darren Ely. Yeah. I mean, for you, yeah. you, you, you're completely different. You came up, as, as you said, basically from, from the bottom of the fourth division. I mean, it must have been yeah. just incredible for, for you. I can imagine a lot it's of it was yeah, pretty surreal. Incredible. Yeah, listen, it was it was incredible just signing for Norwich City. Yeah, let's mm. put it that way. Because I'd never played in the top division before. I'd already played in the, the bottom three divisions. So to actually play in the top division with a, a first division like club to start with and a Premier League club that had some really, really good players was a was a fairy tale for me in the in, in the start. So listen, if it, even if I hadn't have done this, you know, I mean it would have still been a fantastic move for me. Mm-hmm. But to actually that first season finish so well in the Premier League and and you know, I mean getting into Europe by the fact only by the fact that the the, the FA Cup and the League Cup was was competed by two teams. Yeah. You know what I mean? Arsenal and Sheffield Wednesday. You know what I mean? It was it was it was uh, it was freakish. So you know what I mean and, uh, and an ex Norris City player scored the goal to uh, to to um, an Andy Linigan mm. that allowed us to go into Europe. So you know I mean we were very fortunate. And like for me personally, like I say, the journey I took it was to, it was just the cap. It was the, it was just the cap. And like I say, it was you know, I'll be forever grateful. So like obviously Norwich took the took the um, the chance on me, paid decent money at that time, and I was hopefully uh, part of a team that will go down in uh, in in Norwich history. Yeah, and I guess that's that's it, isn't it? The fact we're still talking about it thirty years later goes to show just how incredible it, it is. Really, never obviously been repeated by by the football club, but the no. fact that it's, it's kind of still brought up and people still want to talk about it after thirty years must be really nice. It is, you know, what I mean, it is, and like I say, probably like you know, I mean, I don't know whether they'll be just talking about it in snippets in another thirty years and whatever. <laughs> like, hopefully, I'm here to talk about it as well. But yeah. like I say, it is still a fact that every time you go down to Norwich, there's still people. That want to talk about it. Still, people that were there. Yeah, you know I mean, there were there were kids there that were probably like in the eight, nine, tens, and now they're forties. You know, what mm-hmm. I mean, and still want to talk about it. So, hopefully, they can relay the message on that. Like I said in the in the first question, I mean, the magnitude of it was was incredible. And, and like I say, you I mean Norwich City will always have a name in in folklore football history because of that 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 result. Yeah, I, I mean. It, 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 yeah, you're, you're right. It's, it's it's really it's it's really interesting. I mean, the the guys that you played with as well. You, you I mean, I'm sure you see a lot of them um, about uh, given you know what what you do and, and you're still working football and and when you come back to Norwich and whatnot. And I guess it's created probably a real bond before uh, between you because you always kind of have that achievement now, don't you? We had a, we had a, we had a bond. We had a great bond. We had a great bond. And like you said, you mean you. Not like you say, really, because we don't see each other enough. You know what I mean? Because we are yeah. we are spread around, and like I say, yeah, we are on football, but we don't go to the same football games and whatever. But obviously, we it was twenty five years we had um, the match yeah. against Inter Milan, and that was the first time that we'd seen a lot of each other for a long for many many years. But you know what? It's it's the same as any. You ask every single one of 
those um, players that played in that squad and were there five years ago at that reunion, it was just like literally stepping back 25 years, 30 years into the dressing room and we just, we just like hit it off straight away like we did. So we know each other's there for us, for each other. And I think that's a good thing as well. I mean, you don't necessarily see each other. You don't necessarily speak to each other. But I'd like to think if you needed something, you needed a favour from one of those 15 players back then, you could bring them up and ask them to do that favour and they would do it. I'm pretty sure of that. So that's sort of like testament to the uh, to the to the bond we had. Where, where does it rank in in your your life and your achievements? So you've, you've obviously top, done some remarkable top. things post football, yeah. but yeah. Is, is it yeah. is it right at yeah, the top, top in terms top. of yeah top. yeah top top. I played I played at Wembley twice only for that like uh, the Fred Rover Trophy, or but still playing mm. at Wembley. The old Wembley was still an achievement, but. It's a, Going to Bayern Munich and winning it, winning in Bayern Munich, and then finishing the job off uh, at Carroll Road. And I was speaking to someone the other day. I mean, there was only fifteen thousand people there because obviously we weren't all seated and whatever as well. But people still say that was the best atmosphere that they've ever experienced at Carroll Road. So you know, what I mean, like I say, that's it. And now they get twenty-seven thousand, and, and trust me, when they start singing, it's a really good atmosphere. But to have fifteen thousand there, and they're saying, "Listen, that was a, that was the top atmosphere, never been never been experienced again." That must have been some noise being made at the end of that game. Yeah, Gunny referenced a moment um, earlier on when, when I spoke to him, and he said, uh, "Obviously, you conceded early in the Carrow Road game," and he said there was silence yeah. for a little while, and then there was a yeah. roar from the home fans after yeah. after that goal, and it was like a noise he hadn't heard before. But I think that yeah. that whole occasion of the second leg is really interesting because you mentioned it; it was so euphoric, and and you know maybe some elements of disbelief around that first leg win to actually then go and see the tie out. I mean, that speaks a lot about kind of the mentality that you had as a group, doesn't it? Especially when we can see it after four minutes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You, know I mean? you think, well, it'd probably Bayern Munich thought that as well. So the result we had, uh, again, Gossi popped up with a winner. You know what I mean? Like I say, yeah, it totally did. You know what I mean, we, we kept the belief, we kept the, uh, you know what I mean, we had luck on our side. Yeah, of course we did. Everyone has luck on their side. But like I say, to come through and, and to win it, uh, over the two legs was was, was fantastic, and, and like I always say, you know what I mean. Again, uh, you must have thought we 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 we, 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 we knew how to celebrate, and we would. I mean, what what doesn't happen now if if teams play well and and like they go into the city, they go to a bar in the city. You know what I mean? The fans can never get close to them because they're always roped off and VIP areas and whatever. Mm. Trust me, we finished the game at we we finished the game at twenty five past nine, and by quarter to eleven, we were in we were in we were in the bars in the in Tombland <laughs> singing with the fans. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I say, it was a it was a fantastic evening. I can yeah. remember that. Yeah, I've I've heard you speak at an event before, and I think you you said that your regret really was that you didn't go on to to win it. You you really felt like that was a a possibility, and I, I know yeah, you know. like I say, listen, you I mean you go and buy VP Palm, you, you think you can do it, yeah. you think you can do it, but then you come up against Inter Milan, yeah. you know what I mean, another another giant. Obviously, I give the penalty away, which was sad, but they were the better side. They were the better side at Carroll Road. Um, but we did so well away. You know what I mean? We had some great chances and whatever. Like, and it wasn't until the last minutes of that game that they got the goal and finally beat us 2 0. So, listen, if you're going to go out, you go out to the winners. And we did that. They, they, they went on to win the competition. So, you never know. If we, if we had a beat, if we had a beat in the Milan, then, then why not? Could we have not gone and win it? But to, to actually, to play in those, those games, the V test was good. But by I me, mean, it was fantastic. The top, and even the Inter Milan games, to play two games mm-hmm. against those in the San Siro and the Carrow Road against top players was fantastic. And and yeah, just just finally, I guess all of that is is kind of 
for you and, and you referenced it even even the move was probably enough but you've you've got such a special connection with with Norwich City now that you'll you'll have for the rest of your life right yeah unbelievable love going back there you know I mean love watching them love being them being successful you know what I mean wanted to see them back in the Premier League because that's where the the the, the fans and the ground and the the facilities the training facilities that deserves to be in the Premier League so they've got to get back in there and once they get in there they've got to find a way of staying in there because uh, that's where they belong and like I say that's where the fans want to be I mean you want, you want to be fair against the best the Premier League is the best league in the world and why why shouldn't Norwich want to be in there because they're certainly one of the, the best teams in the country the first question really is um, can you believe it's 30 years ago does it feel like 30 years ago it, it happened no <laughs> no, no, it's, uh, no, it's actually really funny because I'm talking to somebody at, at work today and uh, and just said, oh, I'm, you know, yeah, I was just about, I said, I need to go, I said, I've got this, I said, it's been 30 years and he went to me, oh, wow, Jesus, it didn't, so yeah, so it's certainly, uh, certainly doesn't feel like 30 years, yeah. really doesn't. Yeah, I bet. I mean, I mean, what are your what are your standout memories when you when you think back to that day and 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 what happened, obviously, and and the fact that that you were involved in that Norwich team that won. Is is there anything when you think back that really stands out in your in your head from what happened? Of both games, or, uh, or just the, the, just the fire in that in yeah, as just, such or the away game or. Yeah, just well, we can start with the away game, but yeah, any memories of the home game you've got, you can you can throw them in as well. Yeah, well, I think that it tends to get. <laughs> I think the home game tends to get forgotten about. Yeah. I, I think a little bit, but, you know. I think I mean it's a bit of a quiz question. I think we're still we need to check this, but I still think we're the only English side that won in Bayer Munich in the Olympic Stadium. That's right. Yeah. So. And I think that's including the likes of Liverpool's and all that. The game. So it's kind of like everything was sort of shoved towards that, and that, that's been very much our Bayern Munich the away game. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually played a lot better in the home game mm-hmm. than we did in the away game. Uh, I, I just remember the away. You know, do you know what's really stupid? That my my memory was more just laying in the bath at the end of they had this bath, and I just remember <laughs> laying in that at the end of it, and you know. Uh, yeah, and and spent. I, I can't remember how long in there, but it was a fair while. I think somebody had uh, was going trying to get drug tested at the time and couldn't. Mm-hmm. I don't think that is. I can't remember who that was. It might have been Sutty or somebody like that. And I just remember we just sat in the bar for ages uh, and ages because it just seemed a bit surreal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, nobody expected any. any to do anything obviously but yeah the, the actual game itself uh, me personally I just remember running around a lot and not touching the ball a great deal we, we <laughs> uh, you know, but that was the time we set up with with Jesus Christ I don't know how, how people would equate that system these days but you know three central defenders an out and out sweeper mm-hmm. two wing backs two old two sixes and, a, and two nines I and yeah, what made Mike ever ever possess Mike to ever do that? I don't know, but it certainly suited us. Didn't didn't allow for us to have a huge amount of possession, but it um, it made us tough to break down, and especially away from home. And and we were we were good on the counter. So, um, but yeah, the actual game, I, yeah, the, the game itself, I, I honestly just felt like we just run a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
because we just didn't have a lot of possession and uh, you know but yeah and, and just in the bath afterwards I suppose that was just yeah stupid isn't it where certain things yeah that you you remember I just remember laying in that bath it was just yeah and and Glossy's goal, which is obviously the one that that always gets spoken about uh, around around this game. I mean, yeah. can you remember your your thoughts when it, when he hit it when when it when it went in? It must have been. I mean, you spoke you used the word surreal there. I mean, that must have that must have been yeah. quite surreal. Yeah, it, it, to be fair, it, it was it, like you kind of. I don't get me wrong; it feels surreal now. At the time, you kind of, you know, you, you, you're playing to win. You're not mm-hmm. playing to lose. Uh, uh, probably in a two-leg game like that, you and away from home, you're playing not to get beat and keep yourself in the tie. So when it goes in, it was just, I suppose, it's kind of like real joy at first. It seems surreal now when I look back on it. Does that sound stupid? No, not, no, no. At the time, at the time, it didn't have a, a, a surreal feeling about it. It was like, you know, because we weren't bad away from home. We were... We were at that time. We were, we were very good at, away from home, so it, it it was just it was just a, a, a great strike. So it was kind of like, I suppose, a bit of joy, you know. Uh, then when Taff scored, that kind of had that little bit of oh, mm. <laughs> you know, wow, we've got a chance here, um, you know. And I think it was Nerling, and I think that scored uh, then. Uh, you know, and we rode our luck a little bit, but but yeah, Gossie's goal obviously will, you know, will go down in the annals of history with the club, rightly so. Uh, you know, he had great technique with stuff like that, Gossie. So um, yeah, fell to the right person. Yeah, I, I spoke to Mark Bowen yesterday. I know you, you obviously spoke about the bath. He spoke about um, actually landing back at Norwich Airport after the game and. Uh, there being obviously hundreds of fans there, loads of press there, mm-hmm. and, and he kind of said that was the moment where it was like, oh, blimey, we've done something pretty special. Um, and I think Rob Newman said that he had quite a, quite a night in the bar as well, and I think that's that's probably when it sunk in for him. So it feels like it kind of sunk in at different points for, for different people. Yeah, I, yeah it, it's uh, as I say, at the time it didn't feel, it, it felt, don't get me wrong, it, it felt like a, a great result which it was alright mm-hmm. but it didn't feel as big as maybe what it's turned out to be because it's never been got close to being achieved again does that sound yeah. like at the time you kind of went okay we've won away at Bayern great but at that time kind of like this is going to sound conceited we were a good side that actually probably didn't give ourselves enough a bit of a rap. And, and so we kind of like, you know, we'd, we'd finished, I think, in the top five or six over a period of, of years. We, you know, it was only one one or two years where we weren't in the mix. Mm-hmm. Like, So you kind of half expect, it's kind of been in years to go by where it's become, I suppose, bigger than Ben-Hur because it's it's not been close to being done again. By, by Norwich, I'm talking about, yeah. not by anybody else. Um, so yeah, didn't realise how big it was at the time. Probably because it was yeah for me it wasn't as unexpected as what everybody else probably felt. I still I, yeah. I'm not saying I, I expected us to go there and win, but I didn't expect us to go there and get rolled over. Mm. 
Yeah, and I think I think to be fair, that's a point that, that a few of the guys have made. It's like we we had a good team. There, there was that kind of self confidence, I guess, within yourself. I guess it's the the Norwich tag, isn't it? For for want of a better phrase, it's that kind of feeling. Uh, particularly now, given where the club is, but but even at the time, maybe obviously went close to winning the Premier League and whatnot. All of that, I guess, externally probably felt quite unexpected. Even if you guys had a real belief of the quality that you had in the team. Yeah, look, we, let's let's be. When you flip back and you look at it now, and and you look at the side, there was a lot of us that had all come through together at the mm. same and been there a long time together. You know, even Sutty, Sutty was a young kid, but come coming through, uh, uh, so obviously was really familiar with everything and everybody. And then you know, Foxy, you know, Mark Bowen, myself, Carly, Butts, uh, you know, Johnny Puff, like Gossy. I think that was at that time, 93, it would have been seven seven or eight years together. Mm-hmm. So you kind of like, yeah, it, we we kind of had a little, probably a little bit of confidence in ourselves, shall we say, without being, mm-hmm. it sounds really cocky now, but it wasn't. There was confidence because we believed we were decent, um, but it didn't mean that we was expecting to go there and, and win, but I certainly weren't expecting that to go there and get rolled over and be out of the tie, you know. How how fondly do you do you look back on on that period? I guess I guess for you, it's among some of your best achievements, certainly in in in, in football. Is 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 that fair yeah. to say? Oh yeah yeah yeah. You kind of look back uh, at that particular time, Munich, and that and what happened in and all around that time. Obviously, with the Premier League, with APL sort of coming into into play at that time, and uh, it was kind of. Yeah, that was kind of built built up. There was there was other good teams we had at Norwich. It was a, had a really good team in year one when I was when I first went there, which was eighty eighty six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Steve Brook in that in that side. That it was a that was a good side, it? but it wasn't it wasn't promoted as much. And then obviously getting into Europe, and then you know the Premier League, and 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 it becoming kind of a, a big thing. That was that time then. Sort of, yeah. I, I look back and I, I have nothing but good, um, good thoughts about that time. And, and it's funny because I, I don't know at the time. I think support was kind of half expected it as well. That sounds, again, might sound a bit unrealistic, but I, I, you know, I think they expected us to win. I, you know, we used to get booed off at half time if we weren't beating a Chelsea at mm. half time. You know? mm. Is they were drawing with Chelsea at half time now, I think you get a standing ovation, and, and, and that's not respectful. I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, no, but you're right. I think yeah. the, 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 the expectation was higher then. Uh, yeah. yeah, definitely. I, I, Definitely. And I mean, you, you mentioned the second leg. I think that's a really good point because, as you said, and I'm sure this was the case at the time as well, there was so much euphoria around that, that first leg. The fact that, and obviously you conceded after four minutes as well at Carrow Road. So to kind of have, have all that and to come through the tie, I mean, that shows your mentality as a group, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, especially after... Uh, that's one thing, uh, when you said about what do you remember, and that's why, but... I wanted to clarify it was the the away game because mm-hmm. the thing I remember most about all of it was my actually as we were walking out the door going make sure we're solid first twenty minutes <laughs> and yeah we're one down I, I didn't know it was four minutes since two so bad um, I thought it was about five or six minutes but thought I'll go with a four minute and you kind of like go yeah but I didn't 
again, I, I didn't have any, any uh, like, again, I didn't think we'd be blown away again in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, you're 1-0 down, that's, that's what it is. You're disappointed and it was a bit flat for a little while, but but at the end of it, I thought we we probably played better football that night. Um, you know, I've never ever seen that game, so I need to 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 go back and, and look at that. Uh, can't believe I'm saying that I haven't seen it, uh, but I I'm I definitely remember us playing better uh, in the home game than the, in the away game. You know. Yeah, Mike Walker as well. I mean, you, you mentioned him earlier on, but ju- just how good was he to, to work on? You kind of mentioned the uniqueness of, of the system that he kind of crafted for you guys, but the, the man management yeah. aspects and all of the different aspects, I mean, how, how influential was he to that, that team and that group? I, I think at the end of it, what people that have then got into coaching and management and that will, will understand that, that the the way you manage a group, he managed the group great, you know, mm. uh, he, he, you know, we. It kind of looked after itself, the, the the team, to a lot of the extent in in terms of what it was out on the field. But he was kind of a, he was really good. He gave us our heads with that. I think he, he involved a lot of us in. I'm not saying he made decisions based on what we told him, but he gave all of us a lot of uh, leeway. Should we say not mm-hmm. leeway is the wrong word. He gave us a, a, a he, he gave us a voice, you know, um, and allowed that, and so that that was where he was. He was very, very good. I, I felt in the, you know, yeah. He just gave everybody, he gave everybody kind of like confidence in himself, and and he was very outward outwardly kind of person like you know he was very bubbly and that anyway so um and along with Dixie who was you know a bit of a joker and uh mm-hmm. and that but yeah I suppose you know they say it, all the all the moon sort of aligned and and having Mike in there with the players that was there at the same kind of all it all worked really well as a group you know mm. And uh, I mean, just just finally, obviously, you're you're on the other side of the world now. I mean, how do you how do you keep up with with Norwich City? Is it easy? Is it is it difficult? How have you how do you how do you kind of deal with that? I guess being so far away from obviously a place that you have so much connection with. Uh, look, difficult because of obviously because it is so far away. But you know, my mum and dad are still in North Walsham. Uh, and my son, my youngest one, moved back. He's in Bury St Edmunds, so right oh, on sort of uh, border territory with with Ipswich. So it's uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we we try and get back. We'll come back in February this year because my dad's sort of ninety. So we'll come back, uh, and I'll come to I'll come to one of the games. I've sort of spoke to Neil Adams in regards to that. So I'll come down. But yeah, look, the club's grown. It's it's. It's massive now. Don't get to see obviously things as you know as easy as what I have done in the past because you know the, the Premier League obviously is is obviously huge worldwide. Mm. But trying championship stuff can can be difficult at times. But yeah, I uh, I still try and keep as much of a of a lookout um, for Norwich as I possibly can. It's just a huge part of. My life, you know, both both my sons were born there, and you know, and as I say, one's back there now, and and 
but you know, it's, that's that was big. That became home for us. Mm. So, 2018 October, come back. I, hopefully, I'll prove a better Roman than I was before I came back. Mm-hmm. I, I saw him get beat five one by Villa at, at home. Oh, did you? That was the last. Yeah. So, um, so hopefully, have a bit more joy when I come back this time. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Do you, do you know the game you're you're seeing, or probably not off the top of your yeah. head? Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's the. Jesus, I actually spoke to. Uh, I have a little look. It's it's mid mid February. So just having a look at uh, Neil. Uh, just uh, sorry, bear with me. No, so right, huh? I'm trying to think which game it is. Uh, here we go. I think I'll put it in there. Uh, yeah. Uh, Cardiff on Cardiff the 18th. Home. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So Cardiff at home. So yeah, that's that's the. I'll come come to watch that one. So um, yeah. So yeah. No. So looking forward to actually getting to watch it. Yeah, lovely, lovely stuff. Hopefully they can uh, they can produce a win for you. That would be nice. Um, yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Be good. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll start with the same question that I did for those guys, really, which is, can you believe it was it was thirty years ago? <laughs> um, yeah, well, yes and no. I mean, it's, yeah, I still. Sort of, yeah, I mean, it's a long time. Is it thirty years? I still got you know good good memories. You know of, of the sort of, of the. Um, of the night in particular in, in Munich. I mean, we were only talking slowly, aren't we? Or we'll be talking about both games. Uh, yeah, well, pro- probably more the first leg, but I mean, we can, yeah, we can, yeah. we can chat about the second leg as well. That's that's fine. Yeah. I think some of the other guys have kind of touched upon it. So, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, so, I mean, essentially, as a you know, as a as a um, as a football match, it wasn't a contest, was it? You know. Um, you know the way that was viewed. Uh, you know us going over there, um, and nobody gave us a chance. Strangely enough, I don't. I don't actually remember feeling uh, like really nervous. That, that that may have may have because that may have been because of the fact that uh, that nobody fancied us, but also because you know we were we were playing the. Top flight of uh, of English football, with you know, we what, what did we know? We were very capable on our day. I don't, I don't think that uh, uh, that it was as big a surprise to us that we'd beat them mm. uh, that we ended up winning, albeit um, with it being Bayern Munich and you know Norwich's venture into European competition. That whole sort of aspect, you know. It, uh, I mean, it was, it, you know, it was an enormous result for the, you know, the football club. But what I'm trying to get at is we we had some good players, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, and we were aware of that. And that's you know, if everything aligns on, uh, I suppose, in any particular game, uh, and we sort of perform uh, strongly. We, we we always had. Uh, I mean, if you look at sort of the history of Mike Walker teams, um, you know, there, there was a lot of uh, a lot of golf which which went in either end. <laughs> uh, you know, we were, we were pretty. But Mike played the uh, formation with um, 
with what we played. We played three and a halves and a sweeper, didn't we? Yeah, you did, you did, yeah. So, which is a pretty remarkable. I mean, uh, sort of football evolves, doesn't it? it Comes around a full circle, but I, I don't know many. I don't know many teams who have played that sort of <laughs> uh, formation. Area. You, you know, you, know, you just don't. You don't see it, but you know we were aware of uh, of their of their threat. But yeah, you know, we had we had players capable of, uh, of you know of countering. I think my memory serves me right about the uh, Effin Akuku is a big you know guy. I love playing with Effin because he had that he had that blistering pace, but he didn't play in that game. I don't know whether he's injury uh, injured or uh, suspended. I think it was uh, injury. I think yeah. Um, so and then I think Mark uh, Mark Robin started. But he came off. I can't remember when he came. But he came 15 off. Fifteen minutes, yeah. Fifteen minutes, yeah. Right, yeah. So then uh, I can't remember who came on. Such, that would have been, uh, such. Daryl Such. Yeah. So, so blimey, I can't. So Such would have come on, and that would have. I don't know how he would have sort of manoeuvred. Then he would have maybe played Foxy uh, in, the, in a more attacking. Well, I think yeah, I don't, I don't know anyway. But um, no, um, you know, I mean, the the the, the Goss volley goes down as um, the most memorable goal, as far as I could see, in the club's history, and, and, and quite rightly so. And that was a you know that was a, a big wow moment. And and then he, he you know, it's a, you know, playing in the game, you're thinking, well, this is incredible. You know, it's in their backyard. We're going to go all up. But, you know, also aware there's a hell of a long way to go. Mm. And then, um, and then when oh, oh, it gets a second, you think, Jesus you know, you know, is this, is this really happening? Mark Bowen is a really good player, really good player, you know, good attacking fullback. Timing of his run was, um, uh, was excellent. Yeah. And then as about sort of digging in, being resolute, but I still, still think we carried a threat. You know, Crook was a, uh, you know, if you speak to the sort of old, you know, you weren't born, but if you speak to the sort of older generation uh, of, of the Norwich support, I don't think there's ever been a better uh, part of football um, at Norwich City than, than Ian Crook, mm. in, you know, in his history. I'd, I'd, I'd include all the sort of greats in that. Um, you know, you can argue, I mean, you know, Martin Peters, you know, played at Norwich, uh, whereas Hulian was a, a different type of player to Ian Crook, but in terms of passing accuracy. Yeah. I mean, Ian, Ian Crook couldn't really tackle. He smoked a lot. Uh, <laughs> he, you know, he wasn't a great athlete. Jeremy did all his running for him, but boy, could he uh, pick him a pass. You know, he, he was... So, we, you know, we had, we had good players. And Crook's understanding with, with his teammates was... You know, was was phenomenal. So we had a good balance. We had a good goalkeeper. I mean, you know, Brian Gunn. Uh, you know, the savers. Uh, was a guy called Valencia, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Valencia. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to be. I'd have been. I can't remember. So, what year was it? In? So, I'd have been ninety-three. Yeah, ninety-three. I'd have been just. No, I wouldn't have been twenty. Well, yeah, it would have been twenty. Yeah, I can't anyway. Yeah, so I would have just been twenty. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that was sort of. Uh, I mean, what was, what was uh, 
I, I, I suppose from our perspective, though, what was the, you know, albeit you get caught up in the, you know, in the moment after and we sort of go to the, the travelling fans it made the way over, but you, you, you know there's another game to come and you know it's only yeah. half time. Albeit it was, uh, I mean, it's, it's incredible to sort of look back at that whole. I don't know, columns on this, that whole era, that that team, how it how it suddenly sort of uh, clicked, and we, you know, we had confidence, and you know, as I said to you before on on our day. I mean, you know, darkly enough, we weren't far off winning the Premier League. No. Um, you know, I don't think we ever sort of knew how good we were. We just knew we were uh, uh, sort of in, in, in our sort of totality, but we just knew that on our given day we could beat anybody if, if, if things clicked because, you know, we had, we, you know, we had players who could hurt any opposition. We actually, I mean, the, the Vitesse Arnhem games, the, the, the previous round, mm-hmm. um, we beat them 3-0 three, three at home. I think it's 3-0 or 3-1. But away from home, um, we ended up drawing nil-nil. But, I mean, we, you know, it was a nil-nil where we counted really, really well. And I think, you know, we missed a lot of opportunities. But it was it was certain knowing, not, you know, what our game plan was. And because we were, you know, we were sort of ship, ship, shipping goals left, right and centre. You know, an interesting sort of play mark. Spencer Pryor came into the team, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, can't remember, because there, there was a few... I can't remember. I, I couldn't name the starting eleven really. I could name, them. Um, but the the three centre halves would have been. Uh, I, can, I can read uh, it well, for Rob- you. It was uh, Newman was at the back. Uh, it was uh, yeah. So you had Colehouse as a sweeper. Prior Butterworth Newman was the was the three centre backs. Uh, Fox, uh, Crook, Goss, of- Bowen, Robbins, yourself. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, not a great deal of pace. <laughs> <laughs> Those are your words. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, do, do, do you know what though? Like, I mean, uh, Rob Newman was a really good footballer. Mm. Uh, you know, he wasn't blessed with pace, but he had a really good football brain. You know, very, very intelligent player. Very, you know, he wasn't underrated in, in you know in, the, in terms of the, the, uh, the dressing room. Uh, but it's nice knowing knowing what you you know what you. What, what you can do, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and uh, and, uh, and and sort of you know trying to trying to play to your strengths whilst also respecting the opposition. But they, they you know, I do think there was a bit of German, you know, sort of arrogance. In I think they they basically written us, yeah, written us off. You know, the tie off before a ball was kicked. I thought that they, you know, they they knew that they thought they were just going to. Um, they, they thought they were just going to wipe the floor with us, uh, and that was to their detriment. But even you know, I, I do think the second leg, uh, the home leg at Carra Road, uh, you know, everybody talks about the first game, but the, but the second game was a uh, was uh, a real sort of. Uh, Test of our courage as much as anything, mm-hmm. because you know, it's, you know, whatever anybody says, it's a massive result going over to Munich and winning, but it's half time, and we we went a goal down in the first five minutes. I thought, yes, yeah, yeah, we went, yeah, but then actually, um, I mean, the, 
atmosphere at Carrow Road that night was as good, I think, as it, as it ever, ever was. And the excitement, but, we, you know, we get ourselves back in it. Uh, I think Tom across and Goss, Goss scored from close range. That, uh, we actually, you know, over the two legs, what point am I trying to make? The point I'm trying to make is we, we deserve to go through mm-hmm. with the way that, with the way that we played. And that, that was, the, you know, that was the, the biggest triumph of all, really. In that, you know, you, you, you sort of look at the two, you, you know, if you watch the two games back, you know, that we, you know, more than competed with the, you know, the, the might of, um, of, uh, of Bayern Munich with all those sort of world class players and, uh, and actually with a, with a better team over, uh, over both games. And that was, you know, that was, that, that was the real triumph. And I think, in, you know, in terms of sort of, uh, that 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 sort of um, mentality as much as anything yeah. um, to to get over the line and and trust one another and we probably didn't realise we were onto such a good thing in that uh, period and you know a large part of it was you know the biggest part of all was down to Mike really and uh, you know his his journey uh, as a manager. Uh, coming up from Norwich City Reserves where, uh, you know, I played under Mike in the reserves into the first team. You think, well, you know, that's not an easy task the position which he took over. I think we were favourites for relegation that 92-93 season to build, uh, uh, you know, a a winning team, which we, you know, largely were a good team to watch and then go again to the back-to-back. I mean, Mike, you know, is highly sought after. That, That wasn't... I am right with my years here. I think that wasn't long after that. Mike went. He went in the January, right, so. didn't he? Yeah, to Everton. Yeah. 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 So that was, uh, you know, which was the sort of saddest thing at all uh, of all. And then when you know when Mike went, that was, uh, yeah. you know, that was that was it. But it's amazing that we're sort of thirty years on and we're looking back and you know just remembering that game for. Uh, for what it was, you know, flying over, you, you know, because Norwich City, you know, haven't really ever had a uh, intro to European pedigree. It's, you know, it's, it's funny how, you, you know, you feel you're written off and, you know, I suppose we sort of felt, we felt as players, you know, really happy to, to, to be in the competition and then, you you know, beat Vitesse um, Arnhem over, you know, over the two games. Uh, but but going to Munich was exciting. But you know, and just to sort of clear up what I said at, at first about um, you know us not fancying our chances, but knowing if everything clicked, I do think we, we you know we were that sort of team. It's not mm. that we went over there with you know any any arrogance. You just you just have a have a feeling if you know if things click, and that's a testament to sort of the. the um, yeah, the the players within that framework. Goss was the, you know, he was the, he was the, he was the legs, he was the driving force, and the sort of heart of that midfield. Fox was a, you know, when sort of people, when sort of people look back and they, you know, discuss the Norwich City's, um, you know, greatest ever teams. His name, his name doesn't come up enough for me. I know he's sort of a main real Fox. But he was, he was a phenomenal, um, you know, attacking player. Really good ball carrier, clever, could come in off the right hand side and and link up. Really intelligent football, but you know. So, so we knew, you know, I mentioned 
Crook. Um, you know, but I mentioned Bowen and, and, and Crook's understanding was phenomenal. Robbins was a great goal scorer. Uh, Akuku, you know, as I said, I love, enjoy, love playing with him just because of um, the sort of type of player he was. I could just help things on, hook things on, play into an area. And that's what, what, how I always felt. I had to adapt mm. my game a little bit with Robbins because Robbins was a you know, an out-and-out goal scorer. And yeah. there was always that thing with him, with the greatest respect to him, if he's not scoring, which is a bloody good finisher, then, you know, what What else is he contributing in yeah. the nicest possible way? Uh, but, he, you know, he's, um, he, you know, he was bloody good. Culverhouse was, uh, you know, he's, he was a right, I mean, you'll, you'll know all this, but you wouldn't have seen him play. But Culverhouse was a, was a right back, um, you know, for, for the club and, uh, but, you know, he was an intelligent footballer. Didn't have great pace, and then for Martin to put him in as that sweet, you know, in that sweet position. And I suppose, um, you know, different styles and, uh, and, and, and and managers being sort um, of can be quite fluid with the formations, uh, you know, and, and whatever. You know, people marvel at sort of different formations. Uh, I mean, you know, this the sort of mic one. I mean, that's a <laughs> It's unique, isn't it? <laughs> masterstroke. Yeah. Uh, you know, that much of a masterstroke. Nobody's nobody's used it so, since. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, no, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's lovely to look back and be part of that. I mean, it's, it's, so, but, uh, at that particular time, that whole era, that just bypassed so quickly. You know, as a, as a young man, enjoying myself, and, you know, enjoying playing it, you know, for the club. Um, and you know, it's just you, you sort of think it. So it's a lesson I, you know, learned in you. And then all of a sudden, you have the euphoria of Bayern Munich, and you know, the in, in, Inter Milan wasn't to be. And then you know, and Mike leaves, and Rolf Fox leaves, and it all all comes to an end. And I, I suppose it is it is fair to say that you know the the. Uh, I suppose it is fair. To, you know, the, the the club haven't really hit hit those heights. No, no. Since you know, I think that that'd be fair to say. Yeah. After, you know, after the inaugural season and that, and that's, that's why it's uh, you know I live in the area and uh, you know I've got, still got my uh, you know my shirt from from that night and just uh, a very very nice sort of feeling to have been part of that whole era of that team. Uh, and you know, I suppose the one thing is we, we don't we don't we don't get it together enough. And, uh, and that's so one thing which, uh, yeah. I mean, Ian Crook lives in Australia. Uh, I don't know how many players live locally now. Hardly any, I think. Uh, well, oh, Bowen's at Reading, I think. He now, is, he? yeah, yeah, he is. I think I think uh, Rob Newman is relatively local, isn't he? Still, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, he's obviously. He is, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think there's there's a few, but yeah, you're right. There's there's not there's not many now, um, which is which is a shame. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, 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 yeah, so I mean, uh, I mean, Goss tells the story. I think loads of matter. I mean, he was he was the, he was their sort of star player. I think he he was in total disbelief at uh, at Carrow Road after we we beat them. Mm. Um, I can't. Is, is there, there's a story about swapping shirts. So I, I can't remember. There's a story, but I don't know what the story is actually. Like, did he chuck his shirt on the floor? I, I don't know. You probably better ask 
surely Goss will talk about that. I mean, he's, he's still associated with the club, isn't he? Yeah, it's, it's it's less. I don't. It's not a willingness. I just. I don't know if he's technologically um, savvy, for want of a better for want of a better phrase. So, um, right. Yeah, he's a he's a hard man to get hold of. But um, but yeah, it's 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 all, it's all good. I, I kind of I asked the I asked the other guys. It was kind of interesting to hear their answers. I think uh, Mark Bowen said that it kind of sunk in what you guys had done when you landed at Norwich Airport and there were loads of fans and I think obviously national press and whatnot. Um, Ian Crook said he was yeah. in, he was in the bath and he, he thought it was you that was getting drug tested afterwards, but he wasn't quite sure. But that was when it sunk in for for him. I mean, you you were obviously at a different stage of your career to many of these guys. Like Rob Newman said, for him it was like it was the pinnacle. He'd worked his way up from the the fourth division, as you said. You were you were only twenty, so maybe the the magnitude of what you'd done maybe didn't hit you in, in quite the same way as the others. But was there a moment in time where it was kind of like, oh, blimey, you know, we've, we've, just, we've just done that? Did that ever hit you at any point? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's sort of interesting the way that, they, that they've, they've put theirs. I mean, you know, I mean, as a, as a you know, young, young lad brought up in Norwich, I, you know, I realised how, how big it was. I mean, my sort of thing at, at that particular time um, was was I thought that was the norm? Yeah. Uh, not well. Not not the the norm's wrong, but just saying. Yeah, you know, this is. I mean, you know, bearing in mind we finished third in the Premier League, in, you know, into Europe. I think uh, was that the season. That was the season. I think we'd gone. We, I, I can't remember. I think we'd gone away to Old Trafford and drawn two two and played bloody well. I mean, the Manchester United were. Absolutely flying at the, you know, they were they were a hell of a team. I think that was the season where we'd gone to Everton and beat it. I might be wrong, but I think I think it was that season. I, I might check that. But just thinking, this is that, that was that was that season, and just thinking, this is you know, this is amazing, you know, to sort of be. But but um, you know, I was I was it was very beneficial from my perspective. That I. You know, went into a team, and it was, you know, it wasn't the main an experienced team. So playing mm. with these guys, you know, they were very, very good to me, very sort of kind to me, and uh, I mean, you know, more than that, bloody good players. Um, so that's, you, you, you know, I don't want to 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 sound uh, big headed. Uh, that you know, when I say it, it sort of felt normal. It's just like, you know, you know it was. Because I, I sort, of burst, sort of burst into the team, had that season. This was the second season. I ended up moving on after after that season. But I'd worked I'd worked my way up into the uh, the first team because it was a uh, a time of Norwich City success. I suppose that you just thought that this is this is going to carry on. Mm. And then you had the old uh, sort of the, the the chase purse strings. Coin that was around that time as it well. Was, yeah, it was. Loosen the purse strings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, and, and sort of carry on that the success. So no, it was. Um, you, you know, I think it, it, it's more. It's more now that we're not, 30, not just thirty years on, but over the years have passed. When you, you know, when I've finished my career as much as anything, and look back at certain moments, and that would, you know, that that moment would be right up there with um, you know in, in terms of memorable games uh, throughout my career right you know right I've got, I've got a fair few but that would that moment and, and that era would be right up there in, in terms 
real special memories. Uh, you know, a, a, a great time to be a Norwich player, a great time to be a Norwich supporter. Yes, pinch yourselves, sort of thinking that you know we could go over and, uh, and beat Bayern Munich in the backyard. There's that stat, isn't there? I think we were the only only, the yeah, only, British, only yeah. British team ever to win there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, that's all. It's, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just. I don't know whether the other lads have said it. But it's just, you just, it's not, it's not, you know you're going to go there and win, but you just, you know you've got some good players. Yeah, do you know what, they've, they've all said similar, they've, they've all said similar, it wasn't a, you know, um, oh my goodness me, we've beaten them, it was a, oh yeah, well we've got some good players and, and that, that kind of thing, so I think that you, you kind of touched upon it there, it was that almost self-confidence within the group that you guys had, not just of, of yourselves, but of each other and the quality that you had, I think that, that sort of speaks yeah. volumes to that really. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's one of those. I mean, I, I can't, I can't, I can't remember anybody on the on the plane on the way over thinking, uh, oh, you, you know, we're we're gonna win, or mm. you know, we're definitely gonna win the game, or you know, arrogant. But it's just uh, you know, that's you know, it's a wait and see, and then goss wallops the volley in, and you think. <laughs> Yeah, can can you can you remember because I think I, I think I've watched it back and I think you you're slightly behind him. Can can you remember kind of what view you had of that volley or what you were kind of thinking as he ran up to hit it? Because I knew I know he scored a lot of spectacular goals, but to do it on that well, occasion was quite yeah. something. Well, that was the one. I, he scored the goal of the season against Leeds, which yeah. actually is volish. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say which was better. I think he always uh, says the Leeds one's better, doesn't he? If if you ask him. Yeah. But. Uh, but yeah, I'll take the Bayern Munich one over the Leeds one. <laughs> Me too, yeah. Uh, no, I, uh, so I think, so I think, oh God, this is really bad, but I, I think that I'd gone, well, that was actually a head, I'd gone up for a, a head of the centre half, and mm-hmm. that was sort of the, the, the I didn't, I don't know, I, I didn't win the ball, I don't think that was a sort of, so that sort of knocks, Sort of a defensive clearance, and he just just ran on to it and, and sort of put his laces through it. Had that nice high knee and just just laced it, caught it clean, caught it pure, which was uh, you know a lot. Uh, I mean, that was that was a perfect moment because um, a lot of people just lash at those, and mm. it was you know volleying's all about the connection, a nice connection, it's controlled, and, wasn't it? Really controlled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that. Uh, but I mean, that was. I mean, that's an incredible thing. Because, you know, I suppose, the, you know, the narrative is everybody going over there thinking, oh, you know, try and hang on in the game. And, you know, make a goal if the chance comes. Uh, but, you know, the, the likelihood is, is, I suppose, most Norwich fans are thinking we go over there and Bayern Munich will end up scoring and they'll sort of wear us down. And, uh, but, you know, we'll be proud, sort of proud to go over there. And that's sort of one, you know, once he scores, you sort of perk up. And then the bowing head is really clever because it bounced. Uh, the ball bounced and he just goes back across, looping header into the far corner. And that, I think that was, you know, the Goss moment was a, a, a sort of a wow moment in terms of just thinking, blimey, you know, we're, we're one up. The Bowen, the Bowen moment, in many respects, so the second goal was was more of a me, you know. We're, yeah. we're now two up. I mean, it's the first half. I mean, this is we we should be doing this, <laughs> um, and uh, that, you know that's what. I, then you know they get themselves back in it, but you know we're under pressure, and that's when you sort of need your last ditch defending and some of their finishing 
been one that would have been. But that, but that, you know, I'm repeating myself now. But that, that takes it all the way back to the performance at, at Carra Road was, I, I suppose, in some ways, a uh, a, a, a more complete performance. Uh, you know, however courageous we were to go over there and sort of bloody the nose, it's actually you know, knocking them out and, and, and finishing them off, which was the important thing. And then to have that, uh, to have that sort of early blow, um, you know, at Carra Road and to get back in it the way we did it. And that was where, you know, the, the closer you're getting to the end of that game, I think Darren Eady may have come on a sub in that game, uh, the closer you're getting to the end and the sort of atmosphere within in the stadium, the excitement, but knowing you've, you know, knowing that, you know, there's a possibility that, that that they might score, but uh, you know that, that you're close and you sort of have an element of control in the game. It's not like we were getting battered. You know, we we did well in that game, and that's yeah. Nobody ever talked. No, nobody. Well, they do talk about. It. We talk about it, but nobody, nobody. You know, it's always the away leg, yeah. which of course was the one which set us up. But the home leg was the. Uh, you say they're both special. You know, it's all all part of the same of the same tie, the same experience, and, and uh, you know, knocking out the European giants. Lovely stuff. That's brilliant. Thank you, Chris.